Ladies and gentlemen, the following segment of the podcast is presented exclusively by Hillsdale College. Now, in its 175th year, Hillsdale is a truly independent institution where learning is prized and intellectual enthusiasm is valued. Thank you for listening and my sincere appreciation to Hillsdale for their sponsorship. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. America, Mark Levin, our number is 877-381-3811, 877-381-3811, almost 1 million vaccines are being given every day now, almost 1 million, so Joe Biden says he wants 100 million vaccines given out in 100 days, well ladies and gentlemen, that would be exactly what was occurring in the last days of the Trump administration. There's a couple of things happening here that you need to know. Number one, as I will explain and show you via news reports and so forth. First of all, they're dumbing down what the Trump administration accomplished. And so they go to entities like CNN and MSNBC. CNN, Biden inheriting non-existent coronavirus vaccine. This is the headline. Distribution plan must start from scratch, sources say. So the Biden administration, always concerned about unity and the truth, is leaking information to CNN anonymously, no doubt at the direction of the President of the United States, telling them what? We came here and there was no plan. No plan, of course, they have two vaccines. No plan for distribution. Well, where did these vaccines come from? How come we're able to give a million a day? How are they transported? Where did the vials come from? The needles come from and all the rest. How was all that, how, how was all that produced? No, there was nothing. You don't understand. There's nothing. So Joe Biden has to start from scratch. So this is how the propagandists, the neo-Marxists, begin the process in order to build up Biden by tearing down the incredible work of his predecessor, the President of the United States at the time, Donald Trump. 
Then it goes on. The Biden administration has promised to try and turn the COVID-19 pandemic around and drastically speed up the pace of vaccinating Americans against the virus. But in the immediate hours following Biden being sworn into office on Wednesday, sources with direct knowledge of the new administration's COVID-related work told CNN one of the biggest shocks that the Biden team had to digest during the transition period was they saw as a complete lack of a vaccine distribution strategy under former President Donald Trump, even weeks after multiple vaccines were approved for the use in the United States. There's nothing for us to rework, everything from scratch, one source said. Another source described the moment that it became clear the Biden administration would have to essentially start from square one because there simply was no plan. Wow, just further affirmation of complete incompetence. And so the scribes at CNN burp up, regurgitate what the propagandists in the Biden White House say. And you're going to see a lot of this. That's number one of their plan on how to deal with the coronavirus. Number two on their plan is to basically leave everything in place as they found it, as the vaccines are being produced and distributed. But to pretend there's all kinds of activity going on, a flurry of executive orders being signed. Oh, Joe Biden's on top of this. Oh, he's going to make sure 100 vaccines are given in 100 days, which, of course, isn't accomplishing a damn thing. If he said we're going to do 100 vaccines in 30 days, then you might say, wow, that's amazing. But we're already in line to get 100 vaccines in 100 days. 100 million, I should say. And so now we have a flurry of activity. So you're to believe that they found nothing in place. They had to start from scratch. We signed these executive orders. We were nationalizing industries. And now we have this thing buckled down. They're already thinking of the next election, not of the American people. I'll tell you how I know this. Because Nancy Pelosi who is a nasty old bag. That's what she is. Nasty, vicious, unhinged fool. She is focused on Trump. She can't get Trump out of her head. I'm starting to think she has, well, let me put it to you this way, an affinity for Trump. May I put it that way, Mr. Producer? The hots for Trump, can I say that? Is that legal? She can't get him out of his mind, out of her mind. She can't stop. Maybe her husband can do some kind of... But no, even he can't intercede. Nobody can stop her. Now, so they're lying about what their plans are capable of when it comes to the coronavirus. And the media just regurgitated. I just read that to you, right, from CNN. That was from CNN. CNN's not the only one. The entire media pushing this out. Kristen Welker, whomever the hell that is, on MSNBC today. Cut 17, Mr. Producer. Go. I think, Chuck, you saw that disparity in part because you were hearing Dr. Fauci express some optimism about the fact that there is now going to be a national strategy. We spent so much time talking to uh, former President Trump and the Trump administration about where the strategy was. What you're seeing now is this acknowledgement. You're absolutely right by Zeinst and other top officials here who are saying, look, uh, the Trump administration did not leave us with any working plan to roll out this vaccine. So, yes, we are starting 
from scratch. But I think that what Fauci was saying, and we'll have to press him on yeah. this today when we get to ask him some questions, is that at least now we're looking in the mirror and acknowledging, okay, we need to start from scratch. Here's what a plan will look like. We're putting the pieces together. So she didn't even talk to Fauci yet. Not that I would trust Fauci. Fauci is obviously a lib, which will demonstrate soon, but I've demonstrated before. So Fauci's there at the press briefing today while Joseph Stalin Biden is signing one declaration after another. New York Times is in love with him as they were with the original. Here we are, Fauci, subsequent to that so-called reporter talking to Schmuck Todd. Cut 18, go. Is the Biden administration starting from scratch with the vaccine distribution effort, or are you picking up where the Trump administration left off? Now let's stop for a minute. Why does this even matter? I mean, as, as a practical matter, isn't the goal to get people vaccinated? Isn't the fact that we now have vaccines, it's incredible that we can do a million a day now, maybe it'll pick up from that. No thanks to the media, no thanks to the Democrats in Congress, no thanks to Joe Biden who was hiding out in his basement the whole time. But look how the media, come on now, come on Fauci, put a knife into Trump, come on, come on. Go ahead. Um, we certainly are not starting from scratch because there is activity going on in the distribution. Now let's stop right there. How stupid is this reporter? How stupid are they at CNN? How did we get a million a day out there? If there's no plan, Mr. Producer. How did they do that if there's no plan? When there is a plan. So this is what this administration is going to be all about. Let me tell you something. There's not a single new idea coming out of the Biden administration. They are taking these hardcore neo-Marxist policies and they are instituting them by regulation, instituting them by presidential fiat. What he can't get legislatively, he'll get some other way. Even though it's a 50-50 Senate and they have a bare majority in the House, it doesn't matter. There's nothing new here. Nothing new here at all. It's just worse. What they want to do is worse, but it's not new. Go ahead. If you look at the plan that the president has put forth about the things that he is going to do, namely get community vaccine centers up, get pharmacies more involved, where appropriate, get the Defense Production Act involved. We're not talking about production. I thought we we're talking about distribution, right, Mr. Producer? What are you going to do, nationalize Federal Express? I, I, they just throw these terms around. Community vaccine centers. What the hell is that? Pharmacies more involved. CVS, other major pharmacies have been involved. They have been involved. That's, that's why Fauci can't really say what's so different. Because nothing's different. Because they're lying. This is what they do. The American people hate the media. Hate the media. Axios, a libsite. Media trust hits new low. And it'll go lower yet, I bet. It says here, for the first time ever, fewer than half of all Americans have trust in traditional media. 
according to the data from Edelman's annual trust barometer shared exclusively with Axios. Well, good one. You got an exclusive. Trust in social media hit an all-time low at 27%. 56% of Americans agree with the statement that journalists and reporters are purposely trying to mislead people by saying things they know are false or gross exaggerations. Right, Kristen Welker? Right, CNN? 58% think that most news organizations are more concerned with supporting an ideology or political position than with informing the public. When Adelman repolled Americans after the election, the figures had deteriorated even further, with 57% of Democrats trusting the media, only 18% of Republicans, but even 43% of Democrats don't trust the media. Because the media are destroying themselves. But here's the deal. The media don't care. CNN and MSNBC and their ilk, they don't need 100% of the audience. They're tiny, tiny operations. Truth is, so is Fox. They're relatively small in terms of audience reach. This program reaches perhaps four times as many people as the highest rated Fox show. People don't understand the power of radio. And so they'll be coming for us, and we're going to fight back. Just a matter of time. They've come for us before, and we have fought back before. So Fauci says, look, uh, we're not starting from scratch. But that didn't stop CNN. And he tries, he mumbles around, fumbles around to figure out how so differently the Biden approach is going to be. But he doesn't do a very good job at that. And in terms of unity and truth, ladies and gentlemen, have you ever seen a situation where you have a spectacular success in terms of these vaccines? A spectacular success. And first Biden and Kamala Harris and her ilk said, we're not going to take these vaccines. It's obviously politicized. They're cutting corners. And by the way, they got their vaccine shots. I haven't gotten mine. Have you, Mr. Producer? So here we have the skeptics who are undermining the development process in the first place. They already got their shot. See, I have a different idea. No Democrat should get a vaccine shot who voted for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris because they didn't trust the process until those of us who supported the president in the process get our shots. What's wrong with that? That sounds very just and equitable to me. They didn't believe in it. We did believe in it. So look what the media are doing. We have this spectacular success. Operation Warp Speed. So Biden comes in, he eliminates the name. The man in charge of this fantastic success, he dismisses him. Did you know that? He's gone. He holds on to Fauci, who in many ways is a quack in my opinion, but that's just my opinion. Wear a mask, don't wear a mask, do wear a mask. Whatever. And there he is. Fauci. But Fauci contradicts the uh, CNN, uh, and he contradicts the uh, MSNBC reporter. But Fauci now feels liberated. Working with Biden, he feels liberated. They're just following the science, ladies and gentlemen. You see, because getting a vaccine, we didn't follow the science, apparently. Fauci was never happy. He didn't have complete 100% control. Complete 100% control of the country. 
He should really look at his handiwork. He should look all over the country, all the people who are unemployed, all the businesses that are lost, all the people who, who had other maladies, some of them were fatal, none of which he cares about. Why? Because they don't fall in his portfolio. He's the infectious disease guy. He's not, he's not the heart disease guy. He's not the diabetes guy. He's not the stroke guy. He's not the suicide guy. He's the infectious disease guy, and he runs the world. I was, I was looking into this guy's background over a course of a period of time. He's been very controversial in dealing with the AIDS virus in the past and other viruses. He's not this perfect person that the media try to create as they create, you know, angels and devils. That's what they do. They're very Saul Linsky-like. If they hate you, they personalize it and try and destroy you. I deal with this all the time. But if they want to promote you like Abraham Lincoln, Joe Biden, they do that too. I'll be right back. I know you love freedom. How do I know that? Because you listen to my show. And my show and everything I do is all about preserving freedom and the form of government that secures it for us. It's the same with Hillsdale College, one of the very best truly liberal arts colleges in the nation. That's why I talk about them all the time, because Hillsdale is committed to pursuing truth and defending liberty. Hillsdale teaches stellar students to defend freedom, no matter what they major in, whether it's science or music or economics or business, whatever. Hillsdale teaches them how to defend liberty, and they do that for you, too, through their free monthly digest of constitutional thought. It's called Imprimus. 5.6 million Americans receive Imprimus for free each month, and you, my friend and fellow freedom lover, should be reading it, too. You can subscribe for free at levinforhillsdale.com. That's L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. No strings attached. Generous donors who want to preserve freedom for future generations make it possible for all of us. And for Hillsdale to send in Primus to you for no cost every month. Start receiving and reading in Primus so you can know how to defend the freedom you love. Visit levinforhillsdale.com. That's L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. levinforhillsdale.com. Now we're going to see what happens to uh, Joe, Unity Joe, when he's asked a very simple question. I even mentioned it earlier. People are about at the pace of one million vaccines a day. Uh, people are receiving vaccines. And so Joe Biden says, hey, we're going to do 100 million in 100 days. And I said, well, what's that all about? Big deal. Cut 12. Go. When I announced it, you all said it's not possible. Come on, give me a break, man. Wow, they cut off the press. They cut this guy off. Mr. President, you set the goal to 100 million vaccines in the first 100 days. Is that high enough? Shouldn't it be set far higher? It's basically where the U.S. is right now. Well, when I announced it, you all said it's not possible. Come on, give me a break, man. It's a good start, 100 million. Got it? Trump did nothing, but we're at 100 million in 100 days. That's what Trump left. And he left him with two vaccines. This guy hasn't done a damn thing, and he's not going to. I know you love freedom. How do I know that? Because you listen to my show. And my show and everything I do is all about preserving freedom and the form of government that secures it for us. It's the same with Hillsdale College, one of the very best truly liberal arts colleges in the nation. 
That's why I talk about them all the time, because Hillsdale is committed to pursuing truth and defending liberty. Hillsdale teaches stellar students to defend freedom, no matter what they major in, whether it's science or music or economics or business, whatever. Hillsdale teaches them how to defend liberty, and they do that for you, too, through their free monthly digest of constitutional thought. It's called Imprimus. 5.6 million Americans receive Imprimus for free each month, and you, my friend and fellow freedom lover, should be reading it, too. You can subscribe for free at levinforhillsdale.com. That's L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. No strings attached. Generous donors who want to preserve freedom for future generations make it possible for all of us. And for Hillsdale to send in Primus to you for no cost every month. Start receiving and reading in Primus so you can know how to defend the freedom you love. Visit levinforhillsdale.com. That's L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. levinforhillsdale.com. The Mark Levin Show is tomorrow's morning show. You can reach Mark now at 877-381-3811. Well, there is one real reporter in the uh, White House. His name is Peter Ducey. And he's very polite. And he doesn't raise his voice. And he asks very rational questions. And before I get to this... Biden signed today executive orders recommitting us to the World Health Organization. That's about half a billion dollars. The World Health Organization, which is a propaganda machine for China and cost many Americans their lives. But Biden could give a damn. We're in the Paris Climate Accords, which should of course be a treaty since it's going to affect the energy in this country, what you pay for electricity, natural gas, Home heating oil, what you pay for gasoline in your own car or truck or other vehicle. Uh, And uh, the fact that we're going to spend an enormous amount of money subsidizing other countries and other countries, including China and India, with the two largest populations on the planet, really have no limitations. The greatest polluter in the world is China. China skates and the noose around the American economy and our energy system tightens. In fact, Joe Biden also signed a dictate today stopping for at least two months. Ready for this, Mr. Producer? Energy production on federal land. Now think about this. All of this assists communist China. All of this will affect the American consumer. But you know what? Looking at this last election, there are just pockets of Democrats in this country who don't give a damn. They just don't give a damn. It's party over country. And unless these state legislatures in the four states that I talk about over and over and over again fix what took place in the lead up to the 2020 election when the lawyers came in and when the secretaries of states and the governors and in the Supreme Court of Pennsylvania's case, change their laws unless they reinstitute the federal constitution. This whole discussion doesn't matter. Which is why I'm targeted and attacked. I don't care. So Peter Ducey to Jen Psaki, it's spelled Pasaki, but the P is silent. Jen Psaki today 
On the mask issue, remember the mask? Mr. President Trump, why aren't you wearing a mask? Why, 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 this guy's not wearing a mask. They're not wearing a mask. Remember all that over and over and over again. Well, Peter Ducey has a question for Saki. Cut 22, go. Why weren't President Biden and all members of the Biden family masked at all times on federal lands last night if he signed an executive order that mandates masks on federal lands at all times? Now stop. This is not being reported anywhere. Anyway, this was a huge issue for Trump and his administration. They're not wearing masks. This is life and death. He's not wearing a mask. He's not setting an example. Day in and day out, week after week, masks, masks, masks. So tough guy Biden signs an executive order. If you're on federal lands or federal facility or traveling between states where we have federal authority, you damn well better be wearing a mask. That's what he just signed, a declaration saying that. And the first thing, he and his family are on federal lands last night. At the Lincoln Memorial, I believe it was, no masks. Now, examples don't matter. None of it matters. It's Biden. He's like Abraham Lincoln. He gets a pass. Go ahead. At the inaugural memorial, yes. I I think, Steve, he was celebrating uh, an evening uh, of a historic day in our country. And certainly he signed the mask mandate because it's a way to send a message to the American public about the importance of uh, wearing masks, how it can save tens of thousands of lives. We take a number of COVID precautions. Listen to how incoherent and idiotic this woman is. Trying to square the circle. Mumbling on, contradicting. It's a moron. But don't worry, she is great. She's the greatest secretary of state we've, excuse me, uh, press secretary we've ever had. Ever. Go ahead. In terms of testing, social distancing, mask wearing ourselves as, as we do every single day. But I don't know that I have more for you on it than that. But as uh, Joe Biden often talks about, uh, it is not just important the uh, example of power, but the power of our example. Was that a good example for people who are watching who might not pay attention uh, normally? Well, Steve, I think uh, the power of his example is also uh, the message he sends by signing 25. Shut up, you idiot. Yeah, and you really are an idiot. You don't even know how to spin. You're, You're rusty. It's so bizarre. And the media, oh, he, he, it's okay. He doesn't have to wear a mask. It's Joe. It's lunch bucket Joe. We love Joe. Abraham Lincoln, you know, Joe. We've known him half a century. He's leaked to us. We've leaked to him. It's all better now. Trump's gone. We're trying to purge the country of the 70, 80, 100 million Trump supporters. We're going to shut down their ability to communicate and speak because we all know they're a bunch of white privileged, white supremacists, violent militarists. We know this. We saw this on January 6th. We know this. By the way, did you say Antifa was rioting last night, Mr. Producer? Did they call out the National Guard? No, they didn't call out the National Guard. Why didn't they call out the National Guard and put them down? Well, we're not threatening democracy itself. 
We're just burning buildings down, for God's sakes. That's a big difference, you know. We, we gotta, we gotta, you know. It's a big, and you don't understand it. Well, then you must be a white supremacist. No, not a white supremacist. The fool just signs a mandate on people having to wear masks on federal lands and federal facilities and in interstate travel. And he's not wearing a mask and neither are any of his family members in front of the Lincoln Memorial that night. And the spokes idiot can't get it straight, of course. Now we have Amazon. Ah, our friends at Amazon that own the Washington Compost. If you don't get it, you don't get it. Although you'll get diarrhea if you do get it. May I say with all due respect. Reuters. Amazon on Wednesday offered to help with the United States efforts involving the COVID-19 vaccine. According to a letter addressed to President Joe Biden seen by Reuters. That means Amazon leaked it. The world's largest online retailer has an agreement with a health care provider to administer vaccines at its facilities. David Clark, chief executive of Amazon's worldwide consumer business, said in a letter... He added, we're prepared to leverage our operations, information technology, and communication capabilities and expertise to assist your administration's vaccination efforts. So some Republicans said, hey, why didn't you offer this, you know, prior to Joe Biden being president? People are dying out there. People need help. You could... He says, we did. We offered all this to the Trump administration. Yes, we did. Do you remember that, Mr. Producer? I don't remember that. Did they leak that to Reuters? I don't remember them leaking it to Reuters. Amazon is loaded with executives who are lying thieves, in my humble opinion, what they're doing to this country. How they're shutting down speech. We're supposed to believe them? These corporatists, these phonies, these frauds? I believe they do business with communist China, do they? Maybe I'm wrong. You never know. Maybe I'm wrong. Boy, I'll tell you. And you know what else happened yesterday? This rioting in Portland again by Antifa. An idea, not a fact. Come on now, it's an idea. It's okay. All they want to do is overthrow the country and impose Marxism, which has killed 100 million people. It's not a big deal. It's okay. New York Times reported, federal agents in camouflage now working under the Biden administration, blanketed streets with tear gas and unleashed volleys of wealth-inducing pepper balls as they confronted a crowd that gathered outside an immigration and customs enforcement building near downtown. As the New York Slimes reported, some in the group of about 150 smashed windows and spray-painted anarchist symbols at the political party building the Democrat Party. Police said eight arrests were made in the area. Some demonstrator carried a sign reading... We don't want Biden, we want revenge in response to police murders and imperialist wars. Now, there was a huge amount of outrage last summer, as Matt Margolis points out, in PJ Media, after President Trump was accused of having peaceful protesters tear gas without provocation to clear the area so he could get his photo op. Remember? The photo op at the historic St. John's Episcopal Church which have been burned by the riots. Mostly peaceful. So now we have federal law enforcement using tear gas, tear gas in Portland, uh, and uh, using uh, other uh, types of devices 
against the mostly peaceful idea called Antifa. Now, has the Biden administration been criticized, Mr. Producer? No. Do we have morning to noon, noon to evening, evening to night coverage of the of the stormtroopers and federal law enforcement, as Pelosi and Clyburn call them? No. Well, what's with that? It's called propaganda. Propaganda by censorship, and there's propaganda by affirmative statement. It's propaganda. No, there's more to come. There's more to come as we unravel the, the idiocy that is the Biden administration and his surrogates in the media and other parts of our society. I'll be right back. I know you love freedom. How do I know that? Because you listen to my show. And my show and everything I do is all about preserving freedom and the form of government that secures it for us. It's the same with Hillsdale College, one of the very best truly liberal arts colleges in the nation. That's why I talk about them all the time, because Hillsdale is committed to pursuing truth and defending liberty. Hillsdale teaches stellar students to defend freedom, no matter what they major in, whether it's science or music or economics or business, whatever. Hillsdale teaches them how to defend liberty, and they do that for you, too, through their free monthly digest of constitutional thought. It's called Imprimus. 5.6 million Americans receive Imprimus for free each month, and you, my friend and fellow freedom lover, should be reading it, too. You can subscribe for free at levinforhillsdale.com. That's L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. No strings attached. Generous donors who want to preserve freedom for future generations make it possible for all of us. And for Hillsdale to send in Primus to you for no cost every month. Start receiving and reading in Primus so you can know how to defend the freedom you love. Visit levinforhillsdale.com. That's L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. levinforhillsdale.com. By the way, there is unity in Washington between uh, Biden and the media. You can't tell who's what, whether administration officials or the media or the media administration. The reason is they're pretty much whores. May I say that, Mr. Producer? I think I will. I think I will. I think I can. So, Mr. Producer, let me ask you a question. Unity. Do you see any unity whatsoever? There is no unity, ladies and gentlemen. That's just crap. As a matter of fact, there was another executive order. It's hard to keep track of them. He's signing executive orders faster than Xi Jinping signs executive orders. It's just amazing. And he signed an executive order reversing the Trump administration's position that genitalia is a biological matter, not a psychological matter. And therefore, when it comes to sports and the enforcement of sports and various uh, aspects of our educational system and civil rights system, boys have to compete with boys and girls compete with girls, although girls can compete with boys if they wish. But boys cannot compete in girl sports because boys, may I say this? I think I'll say this, normally win. They're physically stronger, bigger, and faster. Don't blame me. Blame God. If you have an issue, take it up with him. Or as liberals would say, it. But I'm not a liberal. 
And so now what Joe Biden has done with the stroke of a pen, he's now destroyed women's and girls' sports throughout the country. He's destroyed women's and, and, and girls' sports throughout the country. With a stroke of a pen. How much attention does that get? None. So what Biden is doing is he's going down the Obama agenda, the Sanders agenda, the AACH agenda, and instituting them one after another. At the same time, his surrogates and big tech are choking off debate. His surrogates and big media are loaded with propaganda, either by censorship or not. Matter of fact, if you watch Levin TV tonight, I wasted about 20, 25 bucks buying all the major newspapers and looking at their headlines on the inauguration of Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. And uh, they were sickening. Absolutely sickening. And then when you think back four years ago to the day, sickening. This is why Trump will go down as one of the great presidents. What he accomplished in four years, despite all these unconstitutional efforts and to take him out, and despite a, uh, a rogue FBI and prosecutors trying to take him out, despite the least free and most uh, egregious media we've ever had in this country. Look at how much he accomplished. And look at the votes he received. Almost 75 million votes. It's truly incredible. So Nancy Pelosi, of course, if she's anything, she's stupid. She jumps in on the distribution of the vaccine because as Speaker, we know she was intimately involved in the development and helping the American people. And here's what she said. Cut 14, go. But today marks one year since our first knowledge of this pandemic. And what did we learn this morning? We learned this morning that the Trump administration had no real... No, we didn't learn that this morning. All you do is repeat, repeat, all of you do, like a bunch of uh, parrots. What did we learn this morning? She looked like Darth Vader today. What did we learn this morning? That the Trump administration wasn't prepared to it. That they weren't prepared. We have vaccines a million a day. No thanks to the Democrats. No thanks to uh, Joe Biden. No thanks to Nancy Pelosi or Chuck Schumer. That's a fact. Go ahead. Production and distribution of the vaccine. Just another in a series Ah, shut up, you idiot. You moron. I'm going to say, I bite my tongue. I bite my tongue. Cut 15, go. As we go forward, though, we see immediately that Joe Biden, President Biden, has put forth a plan to crush the coronavirus. And what is the plan exactly to crush the coronavirus? There's more here. She has nothing to say. There is no plan to crush the coronavirus. He still has old Fauci hanging around like a bad rash. Uh, he's, uh, he's following the science, you see, and they don't even know the damn science. Uh, and he, uh, he signs uh, mandates for masks that he won't wear. And, 
and he wants to nationalize businesses, but he's not sure which one or why or how. What exactly is the Biden plan, ladies and gentlemen? Does anybody know? Of course you don't know. There is no plan. It's like we're meeting in a, uh, a senior citizen's home with all these fools, Biden and Pelosi and the rest. I'll be right back. From the Westwood One Podcast Network. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, America. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877-381-3811, 877-381-3811. I want to remind you, the Bush family is far more vicious behind the scenes than they are in front of the camera. They want you to believe George W. is just a painter. He's out there riding his bike. You know, staying out of everybody's business. Just very, very cool guy. And he's buddies with Clinton and he's buddies with Obama. Doesn't take his politics all that seriously. And, of course, his father ran against Reagan in 1980, the Republican primary, 79-80, and his father was quite vicious toward Reagan. It was Reagan who opened up his arms to George H.W. Bush and to the the rip-on society Republicans, we used to call them back then, to bring the party together, quote-unquote. Turns out he didn't need them, and he didn't need Bush to win in massive landslides both times. And he carried Bush over the finish line when Bush won his first term as president, including winning California. That'll never happen again because of, uh, well, we, we can't talk about how they changed the laws of elections in California. No, no, no. Then you'd be inciting violence. Now, it's amazing how the left doesn't focus on those who do incite violence and then try and create a situation where people who don't incite violence are said to incite violence. But it's my contention that the media in this country have been inciting violence now for several years. You can't read the New York Times or the Washington Post or watch the Scarborough Show or anything on MSNBC or CNN, Jake Tapper, and conclude otherwise. These people are inciting violent behavior. They're excusing it. They're encouraging it. They're dismissing it. They're downplaying it. But they're not calling it out. George W. Bush. This is from The Blaze. Democrat Representative James Clyburn claims President Bush called him a savior for helping get Joe Biden nominated. And I don't doubt this. A spokesman for the former president urged people to not make this more than it is. Don't make this more than it is, ladies and gentlemen. Just because George W. Bush called Clyburn a savior for helping to get Joe Biden nominated and elected, don't make more than it is. In 2016, in 2016, George Bush opposed the election of Donald Trump. In 2020, he voted for none of the above. He was a real party man until he wasn't a party man, you see. 
South Carolina Representative James Clyburn, the number three House Democrat, told reporters on Wednesday that former President George W. Bush hailed him as a quote-unquote savior at the inauguration of President Joe Biden, claiming that Bush said Biden was the only Democrat in the primary who could have beaten President Donald Trump. But a Bush spokesman has called on observers to, quote, not make this into more than it is, unquote. What does that mean, Mr. Producer? The Associated Press reporter, Meg Kinnard, reported Wednesday afternoon that on a call with reporters just now, Whip Clyburn says ex-President Bush told him he's the savior because of his role. And I play this audio on Levin TV tonight, as a matter of fact. Freddie Ford, chief of staff for President Bush. Oh, Freddie Ford. Reacted in a tweet saying, let's not make this into more than it is. He was saying Clyburn helped save Biden's nomination. Nothing biblical here. No, no, that wasn't what he was saying. He was saying, thank goodness Clyburn got Biden the nomination. He was a savior because only Biden could beat Trump. And he wanted Trump beaten because the Bushes are never Trumpers. That's why you see their views projected on the pages of the editorial page of the Wall Street Journal and National Review. Kennedy had pointed to an article she co-wrote in March last year that detailed how Clyburn's support of Biden had been credited with turning the tide in the former vice president's favor during the Democratic primaries. Politico noted that Bush didn't support Trump's re-election bid in 2020 and voted for none of the above in 2016. Bush issued a statement congratulating Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris shortly after they were declared winners of the 2020 election, calling for Americans to come together. Well, then we'll all come together. All the white supremacists, all 70, 80, 100 million white supremacists will come together with the Democrats. Is that it? How sick are these people? How how bizarre. You call people the, the most outrageous things you can possibly think of. And this is all new. This is all since Obama. Though we have political differences, I know Joe Biden to be a good man who has won his opportunity to lead and unify our country. I know Joe Biden to be a sleazeball. The way he treated Bob Bork, the way he treated Clarence Thomas, the way he treated another 20 nominees to our federal bench. Joe Biden is a sleazeball. That's what he was. They know Joe Biden to be a good man, ladies and gentlemen. Those early days with the segregationists, don't you dare bring that up. You must be a white supremacist. No, no, he was a white supremacist. Oops, excuse us. He was, not us. He was. And we don't need lectures from the Democrat Party, which is and always was the party of the white supremacists. You know, the ones with the white sheets and the white hoods? That's not a Republican in the capital of Virginia, Richmond who was running around a black face in a white hood, but he can't remember it now after he apologized for it. That's not a Republican attorney general of Virginia who had to confess that, yes, he was once seen in blackface. No, 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 no. That uh, Robert Byrd, he wasn't a Republican. Last time I checked, he was a longtime Democrat, the Grant Klugel, or is it Kugel? Whatever. In West Virginia, West Virginia, it broke off from Virginia because it was part of the, it supported the Union. Oh, yes, yes, yes. 
or Bill Clinton's mentor, Fulbright, the Democrat media, gave him a pass too because he was uh, anti-Vietnam War, was undermining our troops, uh, even though he was a long-time segregationist. He voted against the 1964 Civil Rights Act. He voted against the 1965 Voting Rights Act. And he participated in the filibuster against them. No, Mark, come on now. The Trump supporters, they're the racists. They're the ones. Oh, yes, yes, and who can forget Pelosi's father? Mayor what's-his-ass, I can't remember his name. In Baltimore, he would also have been a member of Congress. Who was so proud of the statue of, I think it was Robert E. Lee, wasn't it, Mr. Producer, that they erected in Baltimore? I'm sure they've torn it down by now. Oh, yes. And we could go on, but why should I? Donald Trump never did a racist thing in his life. And this party, filled with racism and the Confederacy, the history of hate and segregation and all the rest, this is what the neo-Marxist status left do. This is what they do. They, 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 they control the narrative. They use Alinsky tactics to destroy you. It's absolutely uh, incredible how this happens. And it can only happen because of the media. Because of the frauds and the phonies in the media. They're all like Brian Stelters. It's like Brian Stelters. It's, it's like they're all test tube babies of Brian Stelter. Oh, look at that. Another Brian. Oh, there's one. There's one. They just keep popping out. Or popping up. So George Bush... <clears throat> Tells Clyburn he's the savior. He's a savior. We keep hearing biblical terms now when it comes to Biden and his supporters. Isn't it amazing? Biden, one of the dumbest men to ever set foot in the United States Senate. Now he's unbelievable. He's Abraham Lincoln. He's biblical. He's angelic. Isn't that what that idiot schmuck Todd said? We live in a very difficult, strange and in many ways dangerous period in our history as we see the country slipping away. It's turning into a very, very stupid country. I don't mean the people. I mean the people who, who control the various cultural institutions. Have we ever had a dumber media ever? Stupider people on television? Do they come stupider than Schmuck Todd and Fake, and fake Tapper? Seriously. Or Dee Lemon and in Fredo Cuomo, two dummies, it's just unbelievable. You have to have a really low IQ. And then you have uh, Brian Williams. That guy had to be suspended for six months because he was fantasizing about his war years. There were no war years. What's he think? He's Senator Blumenthal from Connecticut making this stuff up? Just look at the lineup on these cable channels. It's humble. Or look at the New York Times. Jeremy Peters? Who the hell is Jeremy Peters? A complete fraud. Or Paul Fari. Been around forever. As slow as they come. What do you mean? Oh, I owe an apology or correction to prove it to me. Prove it. A complete moron. We are surrounded by leftists, and they're stupid as hell in the media. Chuck Todd. He's like a frat boy on TV who can't get his hair cut right. 
Can't get his hair cut, right? So he combs it down. He trims it off. He looks like he's in fourth grade. What does Chuck Todd actually know? What the hell is his background? He doesn't know anything. It doesn't matter. What does that little shrimp cocktail uh, Joseph uh, uh, George Stephanopoulos? Nothing. He was a hitman against women in the Clinton administration. There he is. Now he's doing cooking on, what is it, the uh, Good Morning America. Oh, yes, let the, how, do we, how do we cook these muffins? Uh, uh, yeah, yes, tell us how. A little schmuck. Look at Jake Tapper, if you must. Does he not look like he is perennially uh, uh, constipated? Yes, he does. He's a guy that was the mouthpiece for handgun controlling and, and Marjorie Mezvinsky. Democrat, Hillstaffer. Let's go to uh, Shuto. What, what's his first name? I can't remember. The national. What's it? Jim Shuto. Who's he? He was an Obama guy. Oh, okay. Let's go to Chris Cuomo. Who's he? He's the brother of the idiot. Who's the guy? Oh, okay. Where else are we gonna go? I, I don't know. Who's next? MSNBC. We have a special lineup. Al Sharpton. Wow. Joe Scarborough, dumber than dumb. His wife, what's her face? Oh, yeah, Omika Brzezinski. Her father, he was a real winner, wasn't he? But we're bringing you news and analysis, ladies and gentlemen. News and a diverse opinion between the Marxists, the Leninists, the Maoists, and the Stalinists. All kinds of diverse opinion. Now, those of you who are watching these pathetic little blips on the television screen, you're being brainwashed by stupid people. By stupid people. They don't know anything. They call everybody Hitler. They call everybody neo-Nazis and whites. Then they bring in the professors. These tenured Marxist professors. And now you can see what your children are exposed to every day when they go to college and universities where you're spending all your money. Don't even pay for it anymore. Joe Biden's going to pay for it, meaning the rest of us. Biden's got it all figured out. He does. He doesn't know what's for dinner. He doesn't know what he had for breakfast yesterday. He doesn't, but he's got it all fit. Just give him an executive order to sign. Somebody slip him something under there. Like, in addition to wearing masks... No pants on federal property. I bet he'd sign that message. He doesn't know. No pants? Okay, no pants. Wear a mask, but no pants on federal property. Federal facilities or interstate travel. Oh, okay, Joe. Fauci told us, follow the science. So there's George W. Bush. It's very sad when you see these ex-presidents and you see what they really were. Now we really know who they were. Or these candidates like Romney. Oh my God, did I support? I did. I supported this guy. Bush. Oh my God, I voted for this guy twice. And his munchkins are all over TV. They're all over the place. Telling us about Trump. They hate Trump. Why are they telling us about Trump? All right, enough. I'll be right back. Mark Levin. Forty-nine percent of Americans say their top New Year's resolution is to save money in the next year. Well, let's check that box right now. 
When your family switches to Pure Talk from AT&T, Verizon, or T-Mobile, you could save over $800 a year. That's real money every single month right back in your pocket. And you don't have to sacrifice coverage either. Pure Talk is on the same network as one of those big carriers, but they charge you half. That's right. No gimmicks, no fluff added to your bills, which is why Pure Talk is the top-rated wireless company by Consumer Affairs. And how about this offer? Right now, get unlimited talk, text, and six gigs of data for just 30 bucks a month. And if you go over on data usage, they don't charge you a penny. Go to puretalkusa.com and enter promo code Levin Podcast, L-E-V-I-N Podcast. And when you do, you'll save 50% off your first month. That's puretalkusa.com, promo code Levin Podcast. puretalkusa.com, promo code Levin Podcast. Pure Talk USA, simply smarter wireless. Listen here, uh, let's see if I can pull this up fast enough. It's a very short. Uh, Politico's doing a piece. They want uh, Donald Trump tarred and feathered and hung from a telephone pole in the private sector. So this is their headline, and I will address this after the break. Legal scholars, including at Federalist Societies, say Trump can be convicted. Now, this is the media. They hate the Federalist Society. They've trashed the Federalist Society. The Democrats trash it, so they find a few morons at the Federalist Society. And now they tout it. Even the Federalist Society. Former, federal, uh, former uh, President Donald Trump can be convicted in an impeachment trial for his role in the, inciting the Capitol insurrection. Boy, what a, what a Natasha Bertrand. I'll tell you, you're quite the reporter on January 6th. Even though he's no longer in office, a bipartisan group of constitutional law scholars wrote in a letter Thursday, we differ from one another in our politics. We also differ from one another on issues of constitutional interpretation, said the signatories, which include the co-founder and other members of the conservative Federalist Society legal group. More than 150 legal scholars, hold on now, On the letter, which was obtained by Politico, they include Stephen Calabresi. I worked with Calabresi. I don't consider him a constitutional scholar in the least. He worked at the Justice Department with me, and he went on to a uh, law school where he became a professor. So I guess that makes him a constitutional scholar. B.S. Charles Freed, who served as Solicitor General under the Reagan uh, and uh, is now an advisor to Harvard Chapter of the Federalist Society. Freed is no conservative either. I worked with him too. He was a pain in the ass, actually. Ilya Summon, a law professor at George Mason. She's a libertarian, or he's a libertarian. And Brian Colt, a law professor at Michigan State University and leading scholar on the specific question of whether former officials can be impeached. How are you a leading scholar on this issue? I have read everything there is to read on this subject. So what makes him a leading scholar? Nothing. Senate lacks constitutional authority to cut impeachment proceedings against a former president, Senator Tom Cotton said, and he's exactly right. Many Republicans have taken cue from the conservative former federal appeals court judge, Michael Ludig, who is a magnificent, brilliant man. The constitutional scholars who signed on to the letter disagree with that assessment, arguing that because the Constitution's impeachment power has two aspects, removal from office and disqualification, it must also be extended. That's so much bullcrap. So pathetic. Well, I don't know about you, ladies and gentlemen, but I'll never be going to a Federalist Society 
confab again. They can stick it. And they're also full of crap. I'll be right back. The Mark Levin Show, where we create the talking points. Call in now, 877-381-3811. You know, you sit here and you see the Democrat and media war on energy. The war on energy. Is that not insane? After decades of trying to be energy independent, we have the technological know-how now to be energy independent and to do so in an extraordinarily clean way with fracking. A war on energy, a war on energy independence. Is that not bizarre to you, ladies and gentlemen, that will drive up the cost of everything? Transportation, plastics, cellophane, all the stuff that's used to wrap our food, to bring us our food, to grow our food. Petroleum is used in all, virtually every piece of material around your home. The cost of energy, the cost of transportation, across the board, how this will resonate. It's unbelievable. And it really is the source of our economic engine. It makes it work, makes it function. Here we are, energy independent. The price of fuel is coming down, and they want to drive it up. And that includes electricity for those of you who think with your electric cars you're going to be off the, uh, off the radar here. No, you're not. How is electricity produced? What, what is this agenda? Just think about how irrational and insane it is. A war on energy independence, which is something we have strived for for so long. It's a national security issue. We don't have to rely on any other country on the face of the earth, whether it's Russia or some Middle East country or anything of the kind. We're going to do this to ourselves. We're going to sabotage our own economy and sabotage our own national security. Communist China couldn't do this to us. The, 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 the potentates in communist China, they're laughing at us. They think we're absolutely insane, and they think it's the greatest thing since sliced bread. And by the way, citing five or a half a dozen or a dozen experts from the Federalist Society on, on impeachment and trial after a, an individual leaves public office is no authority to me whatsoever. None. Zero. Nice try, Politico. Why don't you quote me, Politico? I think these guys are clowns. I know almost every one of them. And no, you can't try a private citizen under the impeachment clause of the Constitution. Insane. Because if you can, well then, we're going to have to take a look at the living former presidents and living former vice presidents, and we'll go beyond that. One of the idiots says, well, look, then there's no really point in it because you can do stuff in the last months of the presidency and get away with it. Not if they're crimes. You can still be indicted after the fact. Once you're a private citizen, there's no protection there. They make that abundantly clear, both at the convention and in the Federalist Papers. 
So there are limits. But the purpose of impeachment is removal. And you have that removal before you can say that somebody cannot serve in the future. And here's the deal. If I'm Donald Trump, and this is done to me by the United States Senate, I'm going to run in 2024 and I'm going to say, screw you, United States Senate. You don't get to interpret the Constitution any more than I get to interpret the Constitution. Well, we'll take it to the Supreme Court. Well, knowing the Supreme Court, they won't even get involved. But if they do, what are they going to do? Overturn the election? Remember what the lib? What are you going to do? Overturn the results of the election? Nobody has to put up with the tyranny of a Senate or the tyranny of a House or the tyranny of members of the Federalist Society. Screw them. You know what, Mr. Producer? I could get a petition today of a thousand smart lawyers who would disagree with those fools at the Federalist Society. You aware of that? I could do it right here on my microphone. Do you think Politico would say a thousand constitutional lawyers, a thousand lawyers? They could care less. No, no, no. They use these fools at the Federalist Society. Just like they use that fool Romney. And they use that fool Kingsinger. These are fools. They use these fools. It's the way it works. Kevin McCarthy. The number three Republican in the House leadership votes to impeach the President of the United States in a Stalinist-like so-called impeachment move where there's two hours of argument on the floor, one hour for each side, no witnesses, no due process, no lawyers, no contrary information, and she's leading the charge. She's proud of herself. She puts out a statement where she makes allegations that are not factual. And Kevin McCarthy used to come on this show when he was a conservative, when he wanted more members elected, Well, he's not as conservative anymore. He's asked bluntly, okay, you're going to have this conference meeting where the Republicans decide, your colleagues decide whether they're going to vote for or against Liz Cheney as the conference chair. How can she be the conference chair when she was one of ten Republicans to vote to remove, to impeach, and I assume remove the President of the United States? When she's doing Nancy Pelosi's bidding. Well, we're a big tent. Well, we're not an insane asylum, are we? I don't remember Liz Cheney getting all worked up in August when the now Vice President of the United States goes on national TV cheering on the rioters, the looters, the arsonists, and yes, the killers in some cases, from Antifa and Black Lives Matter, where she's giggling through the whole damn thing. I don't see Liz Cheney bringing up impeachment charges against her. Do you, ladies and gentlemen? Now, this is different. It's different. This is different. So Kevin McCarthy's asked flat out, should Liz Cheney remain the number three? Should she remain the conference chair in the Republican House? Yes or no? Cut 20. Go. Yes, sir. Liz Cheney to remain as conference chair or no? Yes. 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 An affirmative and definitive yes. We need new leadership in Washington, D.C., ladies and gentlemen. We need some fresh blood. That's what we need. 
men and women of principle. You don't have to agree with me on everything, but you need to have principle. You don't get that with McConnell, and you don't get that with McCarthy. Look at Nancy Pelosi. Do you know Nancy Pelosi asked the Pentagon? This comes from Ken Cuccinelli, who was the number two over there at the Department of uh, Homeland Security. Or Martha McCollum show, I believe it was last night. Do you know that the mayor, excuse me, that the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, asked for additional National Guardsmen? That's why we got more National Guardsmen. Do you know what else she asked for, according to Ken Cuccinelli? And he tells the truth. She's a liar. I want you to listen to this. You don't even have to take it from me. Go. Now, behind us, you've got a force that is several times the number that we have in Iraq and Afghanistan. A division. Makes sense a division. of that. You have a, you have a division. And, um, and the right. last right. up of thousands of these troops was requested by the Speaker through the Capitol Police. She even wanted crew-manned machine guns in, uh, in Washington. That was rejected um, because there's simply no use for that in a, in a security arrangement. Do you know what a, a crew-manned machine gun is? Does, does anybody know what that is? That's one of those big machine guns, you know, like on turrets and so forth. It's not some guy carrying around a machine gun. No, it's a big machine. She wanted machine guns on Capitol Hill during the inauguration. And the only use you have for machine guns is to mow people down by the dozens. She wanted machine guns. Crew Controlled, managed, machine guns. She's insane. She's mentally sick. She needs to be removed. And they're chasing down Donald Trump at Mar-a-Lago with these jackasses from the Federalist Society and these other clowns. Well, I'm over here at the National Union. I'm, I'm behind my, uh, my computer here and I... Uh, I want to say in 4,000 words what it normally takes about 12. And I'm a former this and a former that and a federal this and a federal that. And absolutely, yes. It's undeniable, unequivocal. Yes, of course you can, uh, you can have a trial of, of, of an individual who's uh, left office. So of course, can you imagine the Civil War, the greatest division this country ever faced, not even close to anything else? How they would have used the impeachment clause if Nancy Pelosi had been Speaker. How they'd be chasing down people after they left office that the Federalist Society was in charge. Can you imagine? Nancy Pelosi wanted big machine guns, listen to me, on Capitol Hill and during the inauguration. And the only use you have for machine guns is to kill people by the dozens, indiscriminately. These are really guns of war, but, you know, we have to have gun control here. Well, yeah, look at this. We have military-style weapons, and people... Are you listening to me? This isn't even on any major news program. And yet it was on Martha McCullough's program, so people... So it's not even the lead story. Remember when Donald Trump wanted to call in the military to protect the White House and clear out Lafayette Park, which is right across? Oh, my God, there's General Mattis. He's signing letters, and there's General Kelly. No, you can't do that. 
Even our attorney general friend, Bill Barton, ah, we can't bring the military there. Military all over the damn place on Inauguration Day. And by the way, what happened in those 50 state capitals, Mr. Producer, where they attacked? Not one of them, except by Antifa. Not one of them. She wanted machine guns, big machine guns. I'm sitting here in disbelief. And she gets away. You know how many questions she had about that today at her so-called press conference? Not one. None. Machine guns. I mean, are there no lines whatsoever? No, no, we got to get Trump. He's a Mar-a-Lago. We're going to make sure he never runs again. We will fight that, trust me, as a constitutional matter. And the Democrats don't get to decide for us who the next nominee for President of the United States is going to be. That's what they're trying to do. With the help of McConnell and his ilk. Ladies and gentlemen, Chaminade's New Year's clearance sale is on for a limited time. Right now you can look 5, 10, even 15 years younger. Easily, safely, naturally with Chaminade's new Zotique Deep Correcting Serum. Free. Free with your order of Genesel for under-eye bags and puffiness. Now, the new Zotique Deep Correcting Serum uses Lipsomol technology to get the most effective proven levels of pure vitamin C down to the deepest layers of your skin for a brighter, healthier, more vibrant-looking appearance. Leave those embarrassing dark marks and scars in 2020. Plus, with its immediate effects, see results in 12 hours or less. And results are guaranteed or 100% of your money back. That's the Chaminade promise. Call 800-SKIN-604, 800-SKIN-604, or go to Genesel.com. That's G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com. Order right now and get the classic Genesel jawline treatment and legendary Genesel X5 anti-wrinkle moisturizer. Order now, 800-SKIN-604 or Genesel.com. That's 800-SKIN-604, Genesel.com. Don't forget, this Sunday, one-on-one, Newt Gingrich and Mark Levin for the full hour. You're not going to want to miss this. This is a great, great show. 8 p.m. Eastern time this coming Sunday. If you can't watch it live, you can always DVR it. If you don't get it, you don't get it. I'll be right back. Mark Levin. of Americans say their top New Year's resolution is to save money in the next year. Well, let's check that box right now. When your family switches to Pure Talk from AT&T, Verizon, or T-Mobile, you could save over $800 a year. That's real money every single month right back in your pocket. And you don't have to sacrifice coverage either. Pure Talk is on the same network as one of those big carriers, but they charge you half. That's right. No gimmicks, no fluff added to your bills, which is why Pure Talk is the top-rated wireless company by Consumer Affairs. And how about this offer? Right now, get unlimited talk, text, and six gigs of data for just 30 bucks a month. And if you go over on data usage, they don't charge you a penny. Go to puretalkusa.com and enter promo code Levin Podcast, L-E-V-I-N Podcast. And when you do, you'll save 50% off your first month. That's puretalkusa.com, promo code Levin Podcast. puretalkusa.com, promo code Levin Podcast. Pure Talk USA, simply smarter wireless. We're going to take some more callers. 
in hour three. I mean more than we have in the past. Yesterday I tried to do that too because people are getting annoyed. They say, I'm calling, I'm waiting for 14 years. You're not taking... First of all, why would you do that, Mr. Producer? I remember when I was a kid, I was 14 or 15, there was a fantastic show on WPHT called The Little Rascals with my dear friend Bill Corsair. And I looked forward to that show every, every weekend. And he was enormously popular. And the phone lines were full before he came on the air. And this show would go to like 3, 4 in the morning. I don't remember. Maybe 5 in the morning. But anyway, I'd go up to the top floor. Back, back then, of course, the, the phones had uh, phone lines. And you would dial with your finger. We didn't even have a, uh, what do you call, press button phone. And I'd have an extension cord. I'd bring the phone into a room so I wouldn't wake the rest of the family. And I would dial over and over and over again, Mr. Producer. I tried to time it. And I would do this for three, three and a half hours. And then I would get on. So I know the feeling. <laughs> Except I had the dial phone. And I would wait, like, with the last number. And you can only do that so long before they click off, you know. Well, you wouldn't know. You're too young. Record low mortgage rates make housing payments more affordable. It's a mouthful, but it's incredibly important. Because record low interest rates really do mean your house, the one you are living in right now, can cost you less. You just have to call American Financing. Take advantage of a free mortgage review. No pressure, no upfront fees. I just want to tell you, you hear about a lot of mortgage companies from a lot of hosts. I'm sure they're all very good. This one's the best. Because it treats you with respect, and they really want to understand what your financial needs are, and they'll tell you whether you should or shouldn't, or they'll try and make a customized personal plan for you. Just a simple conversation around which loan program may be a better fit, because rates really are near historic lows, and chances are you can benefit, and chances are they're going to go through the roof with these nuts who are in power now. You can meet up to $1,000 in monthly savings if you act now plus tens of thousands of long-term savings without starting your term over. And you know what else? You may even be able to postpone two mortgage payments, creating even greater upfront savings. In any event, don't put a refinance off any longer. Rates are not going to stay this low forever. I don't speak as somebody who's just doing a commercial. Mr. Producer has talked to me about these folks. My daughter and my son-in-law have talked to me about these folks, and they really, really had magnificent service, very friendly. And they got the job done. Call 888-900-1828. 888-900-1828. That's 888-900-1828. Or visit AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, So we have the inciting of violence and insurrection all over the place. We have it in our college classrooms with the neo-Marxists who are tenured professors who are promoting protests, even violent protests. So we have incitement to insurrection going on in our college campuses. We have incitement to insurrection going on on CNN and MSNBC. We have incitement to insurrection going on at the New York Times and the Washington Post and all the rest of them. They pushed for a coup of the President of the United States, an impeachment, now another impeachment, now another trial. They are trashing tens of millions of Americans using a racist uh, uh, attacks on them which are just contemptible Uh, we have all this incitement going on we have Nancy Pelosi talking about 
crew manned, crew manned machine guns. The big ones, you know, with two hands. That's what she called for. But we got to chase down Donald Trump at Mar-a-Lago, you see. He's responsible for all of it. This is sick. This is like Italy after Mussolini. I'll be right back. From the Westwood One Podcast Network. Ladies and gentlemen, this final hour of the podcast is sponsored exclusively by AMAC, the Association of Mature American Citizens. Now over 2 million conservative members strong, AMAC believes in and stands up for the values that we care about, faith, family, and freedom. Thank you for listening, and please support AMAC. And you can become a member at amac.us slash join. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, America. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877-381-3811, 877-381-3811. I do know why the media try to take me out. It's not because anything I say incites people. It's because people listen to this show. I told you about Cesar Chavez last night. The Cesar Chavez bust that Joe Biden put in his office. And Joe Biden's too much of an idiot to know much about Cesar Chavez. I also wrote about Cesar Chavez a decade ago. More than a decade ago on Liberty and Tyranny. That he was violently opposed to illegal immigration. That his union would monitor the southern border. Brutalize illegal immigrants. We played the audio when he did a radio interview. I believe it was in San Francisco calling them wetbacks. And so all over conservative media today, all over Fox, people are citing Cesar Chavez, Mr. Producer. They had no idea who, what Cesar Chavez's real background was. Also, during the past several years, as the sanctuary cities got bigger and bigger and bigger, because the, the left-wing cities decided that they would nullify federal law by defying federal law and calling themselves sanctuary cities and sanctuary states, I had an idea. If the left can do that, why can't we do that? I didn't check with the Federalist Society. I just decided on my own. And I said, why not have sanctuary cities and states for the Second Amendment? Now, Mr. Producer, I'm not going to make you go all the way back and find this stuff. If you want to, that's fine for tomorrow or next week, but we don't have to. People who listen to this show on a regular basis know. I said, we need sanctuary cities and sanctuary states for the Second Amendment. And the difference is, the Second Amendment is in the Constitution, unlike illegal immigration. Well, it appears that people have heard. Because over a period of time now, apparently, some cities and even some states have declared themselves sanctuary Second Amendment cities and states. As they should. I mean, if it's good enough for the goose, it's good enough for the gander, as they say. Here's Governor Greg Abbott today. Hat tip Rumble, our friends at Rumble. Cut 21, go. Uh, This is Governor Greg Abbott at the headquarters for the Texas Department of Public Safety, where we had a 
roundtable discussion uh, with law enforcement officials from across the entire state of Texas where we're focusing on legislation to make sure that we fully fund police in Texas. We will defund any city that tries to defund police. We also talked about bail reform to make sure we are not letting back out on the streets uh, people who are dangerous criminals who just go and kill somebody else. Uh, if they have committed a, a heinous crime, they should not be let back out on the streets. I apologize. I misread that. But that's good, too, right? That's very, very good. But there's been stories on TV of sanctuary Second Amendment cities and states. And how can they do that? What do you mean, how can they do that? They're following the left-wing playbook. What do you mean, how can they do that? And that needs to be done more often. And I'm quite serious about it. If they're going to neuter the Constitution, then we have to find ways to push back too. Nonviolent, civil, legitimate ways. So if you wave a magic wand and suddenly San Francisco is a sanctuary city and California is a sanctuary state and New York City and New York, say, okay, great. Well, the red states went, went in on this too. But rather than sanctuaries for illegal immigrants, sanctuaries for legal American citizens and their rights under the Second Amendment. So I encourage this movement, nonviolent, nonviolent movement. I think it's important. I wonder what Jeremy Peters at the New York Times thinks about it. Now, this is too complicated for him. His head will roll off his shoulders. Too complicated for him. Yes. By the way, Paul Fari, still no memo from Cumulus. Whatever you do, don't write a correction because you don't understand what it is that you did wrong. At least that's what you told me. I never knew you were a moron, but I'm afraid you are. I don't say that with any disrespect. I say that out of deep concern for you. Albuquerque, New Mexico. Sylvia on XM Satellite. Sylvia, how are you today? Thank Yellow. you so much for taking my call. Yes, ma'am. Um, I'm, I'm a little nervous. I'm so sorry. Don't be um, nervous. Thank you so much for um, for having me. I always say, don't father. be nervous and don't be liberal. Go right ahead. <laughs> thank you so much. I wanted to say a couple of things. Um, mm-hmm. I wanted to say that um, that I think that Biden will stop testing like Obama did with SARS because they want the numbers to to look um, like the, the And guess who was the head of in the infectious disease department then, too? Fauci. And you um, make a brilliant point. We've made it before, but I'm glad you reminded us that they stopped testing for SARS uh, because they didn't want the numbers to show uh, the enormous uh, infection rate in this country and their failure to uh, address it in any uh, coherent way. And Anthony Fauci went along with that. Yes. You're right. Um, could I could I please just say one more thing? Mm-hmm. Um, so I also think that um, the swamp is um, is making a an example out of President Trump because they don't want any other person coming from outside the swamp trying to run for president. And um, I think they're doing this, but I think they're making a mistake because. He is going to be like a martyr, even though, you know, a sort of... You know, you raise an interesting point. I'm running out of time. He's going to be remembered as a great president. George W. Bush, Barack Obama, 
and Bill Clinton will not. Barack Obama will be a historic figure because of who he is, as the media keeps saying, as our first African-American president. Fine. But he's not going to be considered a historic president based on substance. In fact, he had a rather failed presidency. George W. Bush, over eight years, had a, had a very lackluster presidency. In Bill Clinton's presidency was irrelevant, pretty much. But they won't be able to say that about Donald Trump. You'll have people who are more sober, more intelligent, more reflective than the clowns and the bozos that you see on TV and in the media today. Uh, or they're going to take a good look at this. They're also going to take a good look at Nancy Pelosi. Uh, they're going to look at uh, what was done to the President of the United States by the Democrats. They're going to look at what was done by the media. And they're all going to have their day in the history books, uh, assuming the Republic survives 100, 150, 200 years. And it's not going to be very pretty for them. It just isn't going to be. I hope so. But it's also the Republicans, the Democrats, the FBI, the CIA. I, I agree. I agree. And the Republican Party needs to understand something. It will literally cease to exist as a relevant party in terms of election victories. If it continues to attack the Trump base, the Tea Party base, and the Reagan base with these Bushies and these Romneyites and these McCainites and all the rest of them. And if Mitch McConnell doesn't understand that and understand it soon, and the majority that he somehow mesmerizes and controls in the Senate, uh, they are going to be blown out. Politically, they're going to be blown out. And we're never going to win the presidency, Not certainly not in the near midterm, if these states... Those four battleground states I keep talking about don't take their election process back. So the Republican Party is playing with fire by joining in with Nancy Pelosi, who is a radical, mentally ill individual, and playing with the radical progressives in the House of Representatives. We're on to all this. We are on to all of this. We're on to them now. Thank you for your call, my friend. We'll be right back. Mark Lovin. AMAC, the Association of Mature American Citizens, is one of the fastest growing organizations in America. Now over 2 million conservative members strong, and I'm one of them. AMAC believes in and stands up for the values that we constitutional conservatives care about. More than talk, AMAC fights. A full-time presence in Washington, AMAC pushes back against reckless spending, disasters like Medicare for All, and the expanding reach of the federal government. And beyond advocacy, joining AMAC gives you access to a wealth of benefits and discounts, including special member-only rates on car insurance, travel discounts, cell phone plans, and a hell of a lot more. And if that's not enough, you'll get AMAC's bi-monthly magazine full of insightful articles on issues that matter to most of us, we conservatives. As I said, I'm an AMAC member, and you should be too. Join today at amac.us. That's A-M-A-C dot U-S. Stop supporting the liberal agenda that the other 50-plus organization has been pushing for. Join AMAC instead, A-M-A-C dot U-S. Nancy Pelosi, who I contend seriously is mentally ill, when you consider her and Biden and Schumer, I mean, that's one big padded room right there. Nancy Pelosi at a press briefing today, cut one, go. 
Are you at all concerned about moving forward with an impeachment trial could undercut that message and alienate Republican supporters of the president? No. No, I'm not worried about that. The fact is... Why would she be worried about that? No, 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 no. She lost a, a whole bunch of House seats. She's safe, running in a very competitive seat in San Francisco. But is she, she's not worried about Republicans. No, no, no. Go ahead. The President of the United States committed an act of incitement of insurrection. Uh, no, he didn't. No, he didn't, you liar, you propagandist. And everyone who says this is exactly that. That's not what he said in his speech. That's not what he did. You want to hear incitement? Listen to cable TV, MSNBC and CNN. You want to read incitement? Read these fools that write for these newspapers. You want to hear incitement? Listen to Adam Schiff and Gerald Nadler and Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer. Listen to Maxine Waters. Listen to AOC and Talib and Omar and Presley and the other reprobates. That's incitement for insurrection. And they believe in insurrection. If the President of the United States believed in incitement and insurrection, you think he would have sent a ragtag bunch of guys and gals into the Capitol building? You think he would have done that with hammers? Or you think he would have sent the United States military in there? Seriously. How stupid is this whole discussion? And we're going to let them rhetorically set the narrative? So sure was she that he did this, that she rammed this through as fast as she could because she had a 10 or 11 vote margin and 10 lousy, foolish, stupid Republicans who went along with it. And now they're going to have a a trial on a private citizen, because Steve Calabrese, who I work with at Justice, and is no constitutional scholar, why, because he's a professor? Who gives a crap? He's concluded that, of course, you can chase somebody down in the private sector. Of course the framers intended it. Show me where, anywhere, where they said anything of the sort. Well, there's two things in there. Removal and preventing from serving again. No, no, no. It works what we call seriatim, one after the other. You don't send somebody to the electric chair before they have a trial. That's so pathetic. Federalist society. Some of these old institutions, quote-unquote, in Washington need to be replaced, too. Seriously. Seriously. So Nancy Pelosi actually thinks that having a trial will unite the nation. Well, if having a trial will unite the nation, then we need to impeach Kamala Harris, our brand new vice president. And let's unite around that. Because in August, she incited an insurrection to overthrow the United States. She contributed to bail reform, quote unquote, to let rioters out of jail through the back door. That's what she did. She celebrated it with Stephen Colbert. Well, now, we've looked at that. I can hear the report. We looked at that, and that's not the way we... You guys are liars. We don't care what you have to say. Your mouthpiece is for the Democrat Party. Jeremy. Jeremy. Jeremy, are you there? Jeremy. Oh, by the way, wonderful pieces out there 
from real conservative sites showing these media types, how they're slobbering all over Biden. But we're not the enemy of the people. No, we defend the people. We're the, we're the, the bulwark against, against those who try to destroy the republic. No, you're not. You're sniveling idiots. But if we can unite around the trial of Donald Trump, we can unite around the impeachment of Kamala Harris. What do you say? What do you say? I didn't see anybody in the Republican leadership in the House. Liz Cheney, number three, said that we should impeach the new vice president of the United States. No. She's had a hate on for Trump for a long time. This is a lady who I've defended and supported over the years. Not anymore. Because when push comes to shove, she buckles. That's exactly what happened. The Republican Party will follow her off the cliff. And we want to know who's going to vote for her to stay as the number three and who's not. Are you going to circle the wagons now? Is that it? But well, we don't want them to circle the wagons. We want some new leadership. Why shouldn't Jim Jordan be the number three Republican in the leadership in the House? Why not? Why shouldn't he be the number three? Or Devin Nunes. Why shouldn't he be the number three? These guys are tested under fire. Not Liz Cheney. Good Lord, can you imagine if she were a senator under McConnell? She'd be another McConnellite. It's another one. Been there over 13 years. Over 13 damn years. Can't even communicate with the American people. Always with the deals. Always working behind the scenes. A Gerald Ford guy. Supported Ford over Reagan. Went to war with the Tea Party. Oh, the Wall Street Journal likes him. Really? Well, the Wall Street Journal is not the Main Street Journal, is it? I know the six, excuse me, nerds who write for the editorial page. There, I know who they are. They're the editorial page. I love it, don't you? Editors' comments. Meaning three of the geeks get together and they write something. So it's for the corporate newspaper. Now listen to this from Nancy Pelosi. Cut to go. They believe a president. All right, they believe a president. President's words are important. They weigh a ton. And if you're Donald Trump talking oh, to Oh, so these- in other words, federal law enforcement, when you say that they're stormtroopers, do they believe a mentally ill octogenarian like you? Do they? Go ahead. They believe it. And they used his words to come here. No, they didn't. And you have no evidence for that whatsoever. None. In fact, the Washington Compost and the New York Slimes did pieces the Sunday after that attack. And they didn't mean to do it, but they had a document leaked to them, which indicated that law enforcement knew that there was planning going on long before that speech. And the timetable tells us that the attack on the Capitol building occurred even before Trump. In some cases, they had the timetable before he spoke, but certainly before he finished. And I think we need to go through every speech these Democrats have given about this country, about protests, about violence, and they should be expelled, every damn one of them, who said far more than this president ever said. So no Liz Cheney and no Nancy Pelosi, 
He didn't organize the mob. He didn't tell the mob to go after the building. He didn't incite them in any single way. No, he didn't. Steve Calabrese, constitutional expert. Morons all. But don't worry, they're not inciting anything. No, 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 no. They're not inciting a thing. The left never incites. They can use Hitler and Mussolini and Stalin. They can say whatever they want about another human being. Conservatives, Republicans, doesn't matter. They don't incite anything. And when there is incitement and riots, depending on who they are and what they want to do, they might actually celebrate it and endorse it. We know exactly what's going on. I'll be right back. AMAC, the Association of Mature American Citizens, is one of the fastest growing organizations in America. Now over 2 million conservative members strong, and I'm one of them. AMAC believes in and stands up for the values that we constitutional conservatives care about. More than talk, AMAC fights. A full-time presence in Washington, AMAC pushes back against reckless spending, disasters like Medicare for All, and the expanding reach of the federal government. And beyond advocacy, joining AMAC gives you access to a wealth of benefits and discounts, including special member-only rates on car insurance, travel discounts, cell phone plans, and a hell of a lot more. And if that's not enough, you'll get AMAC's bi-monthly magazine full of insightful articles on issues that matter to most of us, we conservatives. As I said, I'm an AMAC member, and you should be too. Join today at amac.us. That's A-M-A-C dot U-S. Stop supporting the liberal agenda that the other 50-plus organization has been pushing for. Join AMAC instead. A-M-A-C dot U-S. Nobody says it better than Mark Levin. I'll go with what Mark Levin said, because nobody could say it better. Call in now at 877-381-3811. That's my man right there. You know, uh, when I was 20 years old, I was going to law school. And I forget where I saw it, but there was uh, a position with the administrative assistant to the Chief Justice of the United States, Warren Berger, to work for his administrative assistant. And I was still in law school, and it was for the summer. I was only 20. So I applied. And I was accepted. It's only one of us, me. And it was a fascinating time there. The Chief Justice of the United States, Warren Berger. Uh, I did some research and some assistance on, uh, on a topic he was very concerned about, and that was law schools not teaching law and not teaching students how to litigate. Because a lot of people that wound up in his court, the Supreme Court, really were not that's skilled at the profession of litigating. And when I was there, I met a gentleman who was clerking for the Chief Justice. And his name was Mike Ludig. Turns out he would go on to do something extraordinary. He would clerk for the Chief Justice for two years in a row. 
and we became fast friends. He's a brilliant guy and a likable guy. Just terrific. He uh, eventually, Mike, would become a, uh, an appellate judge on the Fourth Circuit Court of the United States. I seem to recall, yeah, I forget what state Mike was from. But anyway, South Carolina, something like that. When the slot came open that John Roberts would fill, I lobbied very, very hard for Mike Ludick to become the Chief Justice of the United States. Very hard. The George W. Bush administration. But they pick Roberts. And I often think to myself, had there been a Chief Justice of the United States by the name of Michael Ludig, how much more, well, how superior the court would be to what it is today? Because John Roberts, as it turns out, is quite the lightweight. Mr. Hollywood, Mr. Media. Ludig was never that way and would never be that way. So Mike Ludig came out the other day and he said, no, you cannot. And he's retired from the bench since. And I think he was general counsel at Boeing. And he's retired there a year ago. And I, I seem to recall, anyway, he, he, uh, he wrote a piece and he said or stated, no, you can't try a private citizen for the reasons I've argued too, which is he's already left office. And you can't then try them, remove them from office, and then hold that they can't hold future office. They're already gone. So you can't just rule and say that they can't hold future office. That's not the way that provision of the Constitution reads or works. We're going to have a trial, even though the president has already left and he's a private citizen, and we're going to conclude that he can never run for public office or serve in public office again. That's not how that provision reads, and that's not what was intended. First things first, you have to remove the person. They're not going to get their two-thirds vote in the United States Senate. If they do, the Republican Party will be gone forever. I'm telling you that right now, and I'm going to lead the charge. Because then it's utterly useless. The Democrats are going to win all the time. The state legislatures are not going to defend themselves. Have conservatives won a court case at all in the last several months? Forget about the election. I see Parler just lost to uh, Amazon. You can see, despite all the appointments by President Trump, you can see the, the holdovers and you can see the mindset of the courts. They're not liberty-oriented. They're not even constitutional-oriented in too many cases. But Ludig points this out, which really is fairly obvious. And he says, no, that's not the way the provision reads. That's not the way it works. There's nothing at all that supports or substantiates those who are arguing, the experts, they can hold a trial against a private citizen for the purpose of preventing them from ever serving a public office again. Now, if that's the case, you can imagine what kind of precedent this sets 
a heavily Democrat House starts going back and settling scores, impeaching individuals who are private citizens, sending the matter to the Senate, where the Democrats now have four more Senate Democrat seats, and then they're ruling, yeah, you can't serve in public office again. That completely changes the nature of this country. Completely changes the nature of this country, psychologically, culturally, and of course constitutionally. There is nothing that supports this. Nothing in our history that supports this. Chasing down prior officials, putting a scarlet letter on their forehead and saying you can never run for office again. There is nothing in our history that supports this. Now the history of the Soviet Union, yes. The history of communist China, yes. They chase down those who've been removed from office, or excuse me, who have lost office, and destroy them. Nancy Pelosi is a speaker who's elected from one little congressional district. That's it. It's a district that doesn't represent three-fourths of the rest of the country in the way we think. Sorry, San Francisco. You elect crap, you get crap. But your crap isn't my crap. Nancy Pelosi doesn't rule this country. San Francisco doesn't rule this country. Chuck Schumer doesn't rule this country. No offense, because I love New York, but New York City doesn't rule this country. It's that simple. So when Liz Cheney of Wyoming threw in with San Francisco Nancy and lied about the president, as did Kingsinger, as did the others who went along, They should be defeated. We're going to watch very, very closely the United States Senate. This isn't a vote for against Trump. This is a vote for against the constitutional system. And whether you are going to uphold Nancy Pelosi's fascism and totalitarianism, or whether you're going to uphold the rule of law, regardless of your view of the President of the United States, and stop lying about inciting an insurrection. That is a lie. You wouldn't send a bunch of ragtag nut jobs into the Capitol building if your goal was an insurrection. But the Republican Party is going to die on this fine. Because I, for one, have had enough. I have enough for the way they undermine the Tea Party movement. I've had enough for the way they undermine conservatives who are running in primaries. And I've had enough of this. And that's my message to Mitch McConnell and his so-called leadership team. And that's my message to Kevin McCarthy. And as long as Liz Cheney's on your leadership team, uh, you're going to have a lot to answer for. I'm quite serious about all this. We wanted a man who would stand up to this, and we had one. We wanted a man who would secure the border, and we had one. We wanted a man who would stand up to the communist Chinese, and we had one. We wanted a man who would stand up to the Palestinian terrorists and support our friends Israel, and we had one. We wanted a man who would support a colorblind society, equality and justice under the law, and we had one. We wanted a man who would help open up our economy and create jobs and opportunities for people regardless of race and background, regardless of where they lived, and we had one. 
but they couldn't put up with it. They couldn't tolerate it because Donald Trump was showing what could be done by an outsider. And this city of Washington, D.C., and its hangers-on in the media, in the bureaucracy, in the Democrat Party, it is a disgusting iron triangle of deceit, of power, and hate. I've been a litigator. I've been a lawyer a long time. Since I was 22, officially. I've been involved in a lot of cases. Federal cases, mostly. We've been involved at Landmark Legal all the way up to the Supreme Court over and over again. I want to put the media on notice right now. I want to put columnists on notice right now. You're right. You can say almost anything. Thanks to the Supreme Court's decision in the 1960s. New York Times versus Sullivan. But you're wrong if you think you can get away with character assassination. Because if it is your purpose to separate me from any of my contracts with any of my broadcast partners, I will sue your asses so hard it won't be funny. And no, not for defamation. For tortious interference with my business. And I will own your damn newspaper. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. AMAC, the Association of Mature American Citizens, is one of the fastest growing organizations in America. Now over 2 million conservative members strong, and I'm one of them. AMAC believes in and stands up for the values that we constitutional conservatives care about. More than talk, AMAC fights. A full-time presence in Washington, AMAC pushes back against reckless spending, disasters like Medicare for All, and the expanding reach of the federal government. And beyond advocacy, joining AMAC gives you access to a wealth of benefits and discounts, including special member-only rates on car insurance, travel discounts, cell phone plans, and a hell of a lot more. And if that's not enough, you'll get AMAC's bi-monthly magazine full of insightful articles on issues that matter to most of us, we conservatives. As I said, I'm an AMAC member, and you should be too. Join today at amac.us. That's A-M-A-C dot U-S. Stop supporting the liberal agenda that the other 50-plus organization has been pushing for. Join AMAC instead. A-M-A-C dot U-S. Gillette, Wyoming, Corey, you're on the air, my friend. Go right ahead, sir. Well, it's a it's an honor talking to you, Mark. Uh, I just wanted to say that Liz Cheney did not speak for Wyoming when she voted to impeach Trump. No way, no how. Did you vote for her? You, you don't hear it in the news, but she is she's faced serious backlash in the state over that. But now, you did you vote for her, and would you vote for her again? Absolutely not on the first, and no way, no how on the second. Oh, so you didn't vote for her I, for, the, she, for the House to begin with? She, well, excuse me, what was that? Did you vote to elect her to the House of Representatives in the first case? No, sir, I did not. Well, who uh, did you vote for? Wyoming, as far as I was concerned. Who did you vote for? For her. I, I didn't vote for the House because she ran pretty much unopposed. Oh, all right. So you didn't vote for okay. You did. You chose not to vote for her, but she ran in what 
was a fait accompli election, you're saying. But this time, do you think she'll have a problem? Yes. Yeah, she's already got a, a primary challenger. Yeah, is the challenger any good? A, I don't know who that is. Uh, All I, right. I can't I can't think of his name right now. But is Sorry. he somebody relatively known in Wyoming? Uh, he's a state... Uh, Stay rep? Senator, I believe. Okay, good. Yeah. All right, we'll have to look into that at some point. Thank you for your call, Corey. We appreciate it. David, Sioux Falls, South Dakota, the great Kalo, K-E-L-O. Go. Hey, sir, how are you? I'm good. Um, great, great honor to talk to you. Thank you. I knew who I was when I watched um, Reagan in 84, 12 years old, to know what I was and who I was. and. Mm-hmm. What I've seen in 20, 30 years is to highlight what you were saying about uh, who and what the leftists are, are only, I think it's more of a numbers game. That's what they've been teaching in these higher education institutions for that length of time. And whether the elections were valid or not, they beat us by 5, 5 million or so, and if that's what they've been putting out and producing out of our higher institutions. Look, here's, here, here's the thing. I'm not sure where you're getting at, but let me put it to you this way. California and New York ran up the popular vote against Trump. Without California and New York, he wins the popular vote. Now, I know that's a hypothetical, but let's not think that there was this massive turnout of popular vote for Joe Biden across the country. It's simply not true in that sense. So the big bulk of it in terms of his uh, beating Trump by the popular vote, came out of two states, two very, very large states that are very lopsided. California used to be a very competitive state, had many Republican governors. They destroyed it. They destroyed it by changing the electoral system as soon as they grabbed on the power. It's exactly what they're doing in Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, and Georgia, and in Georgia with the help of Republicans. If the Republicans don't sort this out, we will not win the presidency, certainly not any time in the near or mid-future. And this is what I'm talking about. It's time to act. Thank you for your call, my friend. I couldn't get to everything today, but I want you to know seven Democrats in the Senate have filed ethics complaints against Josh Hawley and Ted Cruz for exercising their constitutional free speech rights. It is a disgrace. Clyburn, the man who called law enforcement stormtroopers, is demanding a commission to investigate his fellow Republicans in the House of Representatives. And the tyranny goes on and on and on. Ladies and gentlemen, we salute our our armed forces, police officers, firefighters, and emergency personnel. Something our media and the Democrats never do. I will see you tomorrow. Hang tough, and God bless each and every one of you. From the Westwood One Podcast Network. 